There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, that was a terrible start, wasn't it? Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. Namaste. I'm like Russell Brand. No facts. Can't keep talking. Uh, no comment about him. Uh, <laughs> nothing. Okay. Yep. One of the ones. Aye, one of them. Let's just say... Come back to this podcast in a couple of years and you'll be like, no way, man. Anyway, welcome back to Straight White Whale. This is episode 58. Before we get into the madness, that was a joke about Russell Brand. I don't want to get sued. Come and get me anyway. You've not got any money, you cunt. Walk through the door and I'll stick your fucking nut on you. This podcast is sponsored by Lamb Solutions Limited. Michael Burns has sent me a wee script to read out because last week I said basically do a home invasion and get in about his father and now he's fucking terrified that he's going to get kidnapped. So anyway, <laughs> Lamb Solutions Limited, Michael Burns. This is what I'm to read out. I've had a coffee and a look as it before I've came into here and I feel like my heart's going to explode, Paul. Listen, okay. Michael Burns has two main contracts. He does. He started to do and specialise in laminate flooring and gutters and drainage. So that is what he's moving to do more of. And again, good discounts for straight white whale listeners. So if you get in touch with him, he will sort you out with a discount. He also does full property refurbishments. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. yes, I've done no bad for the Red Group and insurance work and has very good tradesmen. So if you need a plasterer, a joiner, gas, safe plumber, painter or a decorator, electricians, he can get in touch with them because they work for him and he'll sort them out. So that's what he does. If you need something done in your house, get in touch with Michael Burns at Lamb Solutions Limited. And I met him for the first time on Sunday night at the Funny Bunch and he's just a nice guy. Yes. He's not a fucking reprobate like me and you, so they don't need to worry about us <laughs> walking through the fucking door. <laughs> he's like a family man. Uh, he came up to my house last week and did some work because um, I had a lodger. Somebody was doing a panto and they were renting the room for a month. Oh, really? And uh, no half me, half the person that I'm renting off of. Right. And uh, that's an actor, like, it's so connected. We're not connected, it's a fucking Illuminati. And this stupid cunt fucking broke a plug and a light. So Michael came up and fixed it. How long were they there for? Six weeks. Oh, for fuck's sake. Aye. I literally just stood and watched Michael fit a double plug socket like that. Ah, fucking, you go to college for that? 
Make sure you're doing that right. right. <laughs> <laughs> like when my if we get like the, the council would come in and they work in my mom and dad's and my dad would try to tell them how to do their job. And the guy's like, I've done like nine of these a day, mate. Gonna fuck off and leave me alone. My dad should be doing that like that. Nah, you're doing that wrong. Guy's like, fuck off, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you, Paul, since last week? Aye, good, mate. Good. Um aye. Well, nah, having a shite time in life. But having a shite time. This takes um this genuinely like takes the edge off coming and sitting and talking shite with you, but I know. Good, mate. I know it's personal, and if you don't want to get into it, that's all good. But you know, I'm here as a friend, baby. Absolutely, mate. And I bought you a present. Okay. To maybe cheer you up. Okay. A lot of the podcast listeners have heard me talk about it. They've seen it at gigs. And I feel like I'm at a time in my life that it's time to let it go. Okay. And I'd like to pass it to you. My hammer. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit fluffy at the top for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why there's fluff on it. Um, maybe that's hair or scalp. <laughs> but I would like to pass it to you. Okay, I'll accept it gratefully. Thank you. Are you going to keep it beside your bed? Put it in the loft. I'll keep it beside my heart. Hi. <laughs> and also, we were. Uh, we'll get to the fact we would. Um, a, a patron member bought me a present um i wouldn't name him because i genuinely feel like it's a deadly weapon and we might get done mm -hmm. so i wouldn't name him but if you're listening thank you very much and i'll pull it out so we call back to last week's episode when i was saying that i was dead inside walking along the street and a gang of youths let off a foghorn uh -huh. so our dearest patreon member uh basically brought a foghorn to the funny gig, funny bunch gig at the stand on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And he passed it to me in a bag, like it was a bag of cocaine, like proper shifty looking at his shoulder and all that. Like, darn man, here, just take it. So he said he was looking at the items at the back on the shelf, like uh -huh. the books. And he says, could... Could we put the foghorn on the shelf? Yeah. 100% mate. Let's let me have a look. Do you want to do a test? Uh, let it off. You need to. How do you do that? I don't know. That might fuck the mics. Yeah, right. Aye. Plus, plus, we are genuinely on a street full of brothels. So if we let off a foghorn, um, I think they'll think it's a police raid. Know that I've got an experience of that. Yeah. <laughs> I was out there yesterday on the phone getting a wee bit of fresh air and one of them came out and silently propositioned me with her eyes. Mm. Did like a wee... Moon then? Aye, without saying what I came in. Big man. She just opened the door, looked out and went... And just went... Nah. <laughs> just shook my head she went back in shut the door I didn't know how to do it they would be ballsy enough to do the pure Amsterdam like come out their fucking I don't know trust I just heard me talking and thought who's that Aye. pure para you know what I mean and then seeing it's just a big fucking lanky cunt man ah more than pumpers man it's only 450 quid get me pumped so there we go <clears throat> a new prop has been added to the shelf a foghorn on the shelf and uh yeah Thank you very much for giving us that as a present. Mm -hmm. Somebody else gave us a present. It was like a really lovely book about mental health and stuff. When on Sunday? Yeah. I wouldn't name it because it's quite personal. It you came with a note, a personalised right. journey about discovery and stuff. And he's like, ah, this book means a lot to me. And then that cunt with a foghorn was like, ah, there's a fucking foghorn. Pure looking shifty as fuck. <laughs> like was it in a blue poly bag? <laughs> was it? <laughs> Pure. Here, down, down, down. Yeah. Also, when I was walking to the podcast studio today, I had like a fucking foghorn and a hammer in my bag. I'm like, please don't get done, man. Please. How much did that poor guy take it? What was his name? Zach? Zach. Oh, yeah, shout out to Zach. Yes. So we were at the Funny Bunch on Sunday. It was fantastic. And uh, Zach was in the front row. Poor he, boy, mate. 
He got it tight, didn't he? <laughs> Half everybody, but I mean, he was just a pure magnet for the comedy. <laughs> yeah, such a shame. Aye, but um, for people who were there, well, I won't name names. One of the comedians made a joke that when doing like a fucking lead balloon, and uh, it was about being black, and poor Zach was black. <laughs> that he just instantly just went, "Oh, poor Zach." <laughs> Oh, wow. Well. I'll ask you. Do you remember the joke? No. No, I'll tell you off, Mike, right? So I think there was a few people there. There was a couple of people come up to me, a couple of the usual faces, and um, uh, a couple of new people would come up and introduce themselves to me. And, and um, aye, so they'll know who I'm, they'll probably know who I'm talking about. We, a wee inside joke for the people who come to the Funny Bunch. And if you want to get to the inside jokes like that, or get your name mentioned, you need to fucking go. Yes. To the next one. Yes, come to the next one, sign up to the Patreon, you'll get lots of extra added benefits, but the funny bunch was incredible. Tom stayed, Gareth Faw, Susie McCabe, fucking Kirsty, unbelievable. Uh, aye, it was brilliant. I know, even like Kirsty, the open spot, I thought she was like one of the best open spots that you've had. Yes. At the funny bunch, yep. outside of Ross Daly. Um, no, but um, I thought that she was like, I mean, if I don't think you would have known that she was the one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, none of them, obviously. Fucking Gareth was amazing. Tom Stade's a legend and Susie McCabe's probably like the next big fucking Scottish comedian, isn't she? So yeah. the lineup was so strong and I thought she held her own on it, man. It was like yeah. her stage presence and her sort of movement in what she did was really fucking good, man. So yeah i loved it it was thank you for being there and uh it was just a special night and you know before it i was really quite tired and i was oddly nervous and you know early january people were skint and i'm like i don't know about this and it was one of the best funny bunches out uh cunts were like that fucking hell man for like january the 15th everybody's freezing skint and that was brilliant i was rattling after it Right. Buzzing. Do you like my crowd work with the honeys? Mate, I thought that, and Sharon said this as well, I thought that was the best that you've done. I, I thought it was the best night overall. Thank but you. I thought you were fucking, you, that's the best that you've done and you've set the bar high for yourself because you're really good. Like, amazing at doing the, the comparing and hosting the event and I think you sort of set the tone really right and I like how you're like, you can shout and you can abuse me but don't date to the acts and stuff like that. So yeah. I think you do like very, very well. But I thought um, Sunday was the best. You're getting better and better every time that you do it. But no, I thought that you're fucking... Aye. Did you get your hole? Uh, I could have. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> no doubt you fucking could have, fuck's sake. I could have. <laughs> There's absolutely no doubt you could have fucking done it. Aye. I fuck was like, I'm fucking hell, I'll eat you in a piece. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no carbs, but uh, exactly, mate. That's so a piece. That's why I never done it. We're side salad. Uh, I, but I, I could have. <laughs> <laughs> from stable people and unstable people. So there we go. But I, uh, from men and women. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just the front row. I actually went on a date yesterday. Did you? Yeah. Ooh. Just a coffee. It was nothing, you know. 1 p.m. meet in the afternoon, we coffee and a chat, and it was good. Aye. But she was like telling me a wee bit about her, li about her life and uh -huh. all that. And she's, she's a beautiful lassie, right? So she's beautiful lassie. And obviously, when you're that level of beautiful, you will get a lot of crazy people DMing you on Instagram and stuff. Mm -hmm. So she's like, Oh, when I was younger, I used to get guys asking me to be like, pay pigs like if they could be a pay pig right for her mm -hmm. and uh like weird guys like asking like all that mad shit so sometimes she pursued it mm -hmm. when she was younger she's like fuck it they want to pay a bill and i'm not actually doing anything apart from just calling them cucks and losers <laughs> and stuff right and i'm sitting there thinking right she clearly doesn't listen to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> keep a straight face <laughs> i thought you were going to be like quickly scrolling through it to see if you <laughs> was it me was it me i was, I was like all right what's a cuck how did you meet uh it was social media one of the ones we've been on social media 
for years and uh, she messaged me. So I was like, hi, oh, good cock and stuff. I, I've never really heard of that. What's that? Was it a pay pig? Pay pig. I know. I She's like a fruit goblin. She's like, I never mentioned anything about... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> She's like, this guy just wanted me to call him a fat, hairy bastard. And I was like, yeah, he sounds like a weirdo. And then go to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oink, 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 oink. Running up to the toilet. Oink, oink, oink. Oh, so there we go. That's cool, man. That's cool. You gonna go on a second date? Halfway through the conversation, but I was like, is this a test? Has she been listening to the podcast? Should I say oink? Like it's a Masonic term uh, in the pay pig world would be like oink oink and she just knows, yes, I'm in there. She's like, yes, daddy. You know, like <laughs> Thank you, mummy. In a posh fucking coffee shop somewhere. Can I have a coffee and mummy, what would you like? <laughs> <laughs> first date. <laughs> just doing that first date. Can I call you, mommy? Like your uh, taxi. I know taxi for a fucking. Oh my god. Oh, you see, you gonna go on a second date? Probably, aye. Aye. It depends if she gives me permission to. I was kidding on. <laughs> uh, but I always see, see as it comes. I play it cool. I, it was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. That's cool. When was the last time you went on a date? Before yesterday, God, can't remember. That long ago? Aye. Months. Months and months. Right. It's not like I'm short of offers, because quite clearly I could have had an orgy on Sunday. Aye. So. Zach and all. Zach and his missus and the birds at the table, in the back of a van, apparently. Yes. But do you know notice with me? <clears throat> notice how I never slagged Zach's girlfriend. Oh. Course. So Zach gets it, but his girlfriend doesn't get it because the two of them are in a relationship and I'm respectful. But you wouldn't think that through the the banter. Uh-huh. But I'm always like that with the front row. If it's a relationship, the guy gets it. I don't go near the woman. But if it's a like a group of single ladies, then you're getting pumped. That's fair game. Aye. You're getting fucking uh, night stopped. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one thing that I was really impressed with. Did you say it was Kirsty, the open spot? Yes. She got heckled twice, mate, and she nailed them. Imagine being an open spot, first time at the stand, sold out Sunday night, gigging with Tom Stead, Darren Connell, Gareth Warren, Susie McCabe, and you get heckled twice. Who fucking, who heckled her? The, the birds. Honestly? Uh-huh. She did a joke about... Wotherspoons about somebody trying to take it to Wotherspoons on a date and one of them went I work in Wotherspoons and she also mentioned it's not really heckling I suppose but shouting out and putting you at your flow Aye. she mentioned that she's for Perth and one of them screamed I'm for Perth so she but she it was so smooth which I was very fucking impressed with mate because she's in the middle of jokes I would have totally been you know what I mean? Well, I work in Wotherspoons, I'd be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you work it. I'd be like, first of all, I'm sorry you work in Wotherspoons. I'm yeah. sorry you work for a Tory cunt. And second of all, don't shout out at my gig again or I'll slit your throat. <laughs> exactly. Plus, uh, you know, she's not even done 50 gigs, mate, and she followed Tom Stade, and then that fucking idiot's uh, heckling her twice. So good on her. I never knew she'd get heckled or I would have slagged her. Her name's Erin McKinney. Apologies for getting her name wrong. We've had a bad day. I've I'm out my tits and coffee and adrenaline. Erin McKinney. Uh, what did I say her name was? Kirsty something. Kirsty? Who the fuck's Kirsty? <laughs> who you went a day with? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Erin. Uh, but I corrected myself. That's important. If I was a loser, I would have went through the whole fucking podcast there saying Kirsty. So, Erin, apologies. Sent her a DM demanding that she go and change her name by Deadpool. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want to gig at the Funny Bunch again or at the stand again, you'll change your name to Kirsty. Aye. So, there we go. Belt of a, belter of a night. Thank you for the support. And like I said previously, we're going to look into starting a live podcast show. So, we're getting the ball moving with that. You cool with that? We're in, we're in conversation, we're in talks, we're in negotiations with each other. Yes. About a live show. So, is there anything you would like to talk about? 
Nah, let's see what's happening. What's yes. happening in your world? Somebody asked me for directions a day. Okay. And it pure put me off. I was like, what what is this, mate? We fucking horse and cart way back in the twenties. When's the last time somebody's asked you for directions? Um now that I think about it. But you know get a, a smartphone, you fucking, fucking slug cunt. <laughs> right, is is that the reason why people don't stop you for directions? Of course, I fucking I sat so. having Google Maps. I of course, mate. I'm a fucking I'm a weirdo with us. Like, see, see, fancy. I, I I stay in town, right? So quite often, do you know if you come up the sort of west end of the city centre and then all the way through the city centre, actually they've got the like green Glasgow City Council maps. Uh huh. That will show you like what's run about and some like kind focus points of the city and all that sort of stuff um see if i see somebody standing at one of them i don't know what it is i don't know what it is but i have this overriding urge to just go up and just help them and just and i go up and i always feel like a fucking weirdo and they always think that i'm a fucking weirdo as well because imagine being like spanish um and gone in your holiday to glasgow <laughs> standing outside like sucky hill street looking at a map and a six foot five guy with a big massive beard just comes up and goes all right where are you looking for <laughs> and they're like well first of all what the fuck language was that that you just spoke to me but no i go up to people and i'll say to them is there any i'll go up and i'll, I'll speak clearly and i'll say is there anything that you're looking for like particularly because i know the city pretty well and i can show you, i can tell you pretty quickly but you're where you're going mm-hmm. and i'll do that so i i'm quite uh, like well versed in giving directions to people because i'll i but see, when mm. you separate that, like getting judged, you think you're getting judged by that. You're actually not doing anything wrong. You're just being a nice person. They always appreciate it as well. Aye. Always. They're always pure. Thank you very much. Even if they go, no, we're all right. They'll always say, but thanks for stopping. And yeah. Aye, like right where I stay, Charing Cross, there's one right there. And I'm always standing it, waiting for the green man. Somebody's stoning like that. Uh, I'll just be like, what is it you're looking for? And they'll be like, oh, whatever. Kelvin Grove Park, and I'm like, it's literally right there, like behind the houses or whatever it is. The art gallery, just down there, take a left, you can't miss Amazing. it. Aye, I'll always do stuff like that. <laughs> Next thing you know, man, or in a well, and you're fucking like that, put the lotion in the basket. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, like, just as I think about it, like, first time I went to Amsterdam, um, somebody heard me and my mate, it was me and my best mate at the time, played my band, and, um, what actually happened was I booked up to go to Amsterdam with my girlfriend at the time. I think I might, am I getting deja vu? I might have mentioned this before, but we were going, we were flying out on a Monday and on the Friday night, I was like, pack your bag, make sure you've got everything. She's like, I've packed, everything's there. And I was like, you got your passport? And she was like, what? Oh my God. And so I'm sure I've told you this Yes, before. you have on the podcast. So, cool. I, so me and my mate went, right, everybody knows that's fine. Me and my mate, my mate ended up paying the 75 quid to get the name changed and me and my mate went took mushrooms and had a fucking absolute ball but on the first day a guy heard the scottish accent and come up and he was scottish and he, and he had long hair and a big big beard and he was like oh are you guys from where he's from for glasgow oh amazing i'm for i can't remember where the fucking country's from but and then he was like he's looking for directions and made like a wee maps this is before this is pre-smartphone this is like I want to say 2003. So it's pre-smartphone. And uh, we're like, I were looking for such and such coffee shop. And he's like, it's just down there. And then it's like, and we're like, thank you very much, mate. That's great. And then he was like, give me money. Oh my God. And I was like, no, like, no, mate, we're all right. And he like grabbed my arm and was like, you need to give me money. And was like pure shouting, man, making a pure ruckus. And I just, turned around and went so if you don't like go i'm going to break that fucking arm and he was just like oh and then just like kind of walked away so i'm not like that <laughs> <laughs> i'm not like stunning like that doesn't you give me money to tell you where i'm going to kelvin grove it's right now he's a tenner i'm not tenner right now <laughs> Right fucking now. Well, the guy that stopped me, I mean, I was storing a run for the corner of the podcast studio and I was in a rush. Never had a breakfast today. So I grabbed something for Tesco, bottle of Lucasade, packet of crisps and a packet of chicken. And the cunt, I was like, mouth full of food. And he's like, like, have a wee bit of social 
social cues here, mate. Like, I'm chewing on food. So, where did they ask to go? Directions to? Um, the Tron Gate. I was like, you're a couple of miles away from it, mate. Alright, uh, go and get the train. Aye. For Charing Cross. See, when I was a wee guy, people used to pull up the motor. That ever happened to you? Excuse me, mate, I'm looking for Merchison Street. Excuse me, mate, I'm looking for Argyll Street. We used to send them in the wrong direction. Deliberately? Aye. That's very cruel. That is, isn't it? I used to just send them in the right direction because I was a fucking idiot. <laughs> you send them in the wrong direction? Aye. Because you just didn't know? Aye. Because I was a chronic people pleaser, so I couldn't say, mate, I don't know. So I'm like, yeah, just get a burly man, right? <laughs> Swing a burly, turn left, turn right, 500 yards, and that's you there. By the way, Paul's passed his driving test. Oh. So that should get a driver's license. Here man. we go. I know. Well done, mate. Thank you very much. Well done. I was talking to another podcaster when they were in at the weekend and they were like, what have you been up to? And other than life, I've been like, oh, I passed my driving test and they were like, oh, I'd never do that. Why? They went, I sat, well, I asked the exact same question. They were like, um, first of all, I don't want to do the theory test. Like, all right. Why not? Like, couldn't you give me an answer. Is that what a fear of being stupid, do you think? <laughs> I don't know, like, because they're no stupid. The person's no stupid. I know that. They come in here and do a podcast every week. Like, they're not stupid. They could get through a fucking driving theory test, mate. Anybody could get through it. Um, but then um, they were like, I don't like the idea of being in charge of a car. So they just can just, if you get into an accident, like, you can kill people, you can die. And I was just like, like, the cogs in my brain just started to go click, click, click. Well, I'm never getting in a ever again. Yeah. No, I'm kidding on. That's like Rain Man shit. You've just got to take it as it comes. Aye. Driving's so, fun, mate. Like, yeah. And honestly, even just when I pass, just thinking about like, if shit ever hit the fan, like I could just go and do Uber. Mm-hmm. I could just go and do Amazon. For, it, it opens up. It's weird. I've never thought about it like this. But it opens up a lot of opportunities in your life. And also, if you're just sitting about boards, drive down to Lock Lomond, you just... Day shit that you just could never do. Yes. So you get in a car? I'm thinking about getting Paul a van. there, by the way, just for audio purposes, I need to explain it. We might not hear it, but I'm thinking about getting a van. Yeah. Uh, and I've got my hammer. Yes. And a rape <laughs> fucking alarm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm thinking about maybe getting... Well, listen, I'm 6'5", and I did my lessons in a Corsa. It wasn't a lot of fun. I'd be coming out after the two hours and I'd been like calves cramping, fucking sciatica, aggravated. So I need to get a bigger car. Um, so I'm thinking about either a people carrier or like a small van or like a camper van. Yeah. That's the dream. But also I'm thinking about, you know, as you know, a couple of comedians that I help doing video work and I'll go out and doing touring, they pay for a driver. Like, could make a bit of fucking extra dosh. Don't drink. Barely, you know, apart from mm-hmm. the pint of Guinness here and there. So... If I could drive them to their gig, do their video, and then drive them back, I am thinking about doing something like that. So Wait, that's a great idea. I'm on the lookout for a people carrier, um, so that I could, you know, five seats, six yes. seats, get people in the back, drive them about. Choo choo. That sounds good. Aye. Do you want to go in the cold water therapy with me? We can drive somewhere. Ah, absolutely. <laughs> Once I've got a motor or a van, I will do it. We'll video it. <laughs> Imagine if we actually done it as a joke and then properly get into it. <laughs> I know. Well, mate, as I say, I take cold showers every morning. I've got nothing against cold water therapy. I've got something against cold water therapy cunts. Aye. They pay me thirty-five, forty thousand pound a month, and you can come and use a bath in my back garden. That's what I'm seeing on TikTok. A lot of people got. We're going out in the street today to talk to fellow people that are struggling. All right, my man, how you doing? I'm nine years sober. This is my pal Davy. You're right. You're like, I think that guy's dead, mate. <laughs> Strong a bin. <laughs> <laughs> Get that TikTok out of bin, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations on getting your thank you. Your your license. Becoming a real adult. No longer a man child. Real boy. I'm a big kid now. What was that the tagline for? Um, I don't know. I think it was an appy. Oh, really? Aye, uh, it was pull-ups. 
No, remember that advert? No. I, I ring, I, the, what you said there rings a bell. The jingle? Yeah. Huggies pull-ups. Mm. That's what it was back in the day. I'm a pay pig now. <laughs> 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 Oink. Hi. So, good times, mate. That's, what age are you, 39? I'll be 40 this year. Wait, wait, you, what month are you 40? November. Oh. I've been rounding it up for a couple of years because I can't be fucked with that 38, 39. So people will like, age, I'll be like 40. Just looks fucking pretty much fucking 40. But no, I'm officially 40 this year. I think actually telling people that I'm 40 is like being exposure because I don't give a fuck about it. I've not gave a fuck about a birthday since I was 21. Yeah. Couldn't give two shits. Don't want a party. Do you know what I want? Like, run about my birthday. I want the people that are closest to me to send me a text message. And I want the people that are, I'm, you know, in relationships with, like my mom, my sister, and all that, to buy me a card and a small token gift that doesn't need to be anything. See, as long as I get that, I'm pretty fucking happy, mate. I don't really give a fuck. See, like, like well, this year, Sharon turns 30. Sharon's 10 years younger than me, so she turns 30 this year. And it's weird because for other people's birthday, I want to make a fuss. Yeah. I'm planning on taking her to Dublin and going away on a wee, like, wee holiday for a, like, a long weekend. Um, and I want a pure way to make a fuss, but see when it comes to mind, I'm just like, don't bother, man, I don't care. I'm the same, mate. Treat myself to a cake and watch a film. I'm like, fuck it. Can't be bothered. But good on you. What did you do this year? 36. When? June the 19th. June the 19th. Well, there you go. Fashion for presents, are we? Mm-hmm. For the crowd. The troops. Not for you. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you a present. I'll get you a Christmas present. Yes, you did, mate, and I appreciate it. 19th of June, also the, the anniversary of my grandfather's death when his heart exploded and he was dead before he hit the carpet. So, birthdays. Thank you, Uncle. <laughs> what was your uncle called? Oh, uncle Jerry. Aye, Jerry. Aye, aye. It wasn't him that died on my birthday, it was my granddad. Jerry's dead and all, but... I love my family. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I was thinking the other day? Have you ever been for a meal? Have you ever been for a meal by yourself? Like out? Yeah. Hmm. So no is coming to mind, but maybe I've jumped into somewhere like maybe a subway. I've definitely had a subway sandwich. I've sat and had a subway sandwich, you know, like waiting for a night out or something like that. But I've never sat down and had a proper meal, like dinner or anything like that. I like a free course. Uh huh. So like a Nando's or a Subway or something like that. Just a Subway or a Greg's. Aye, something like that. Nothing outside of that. Not even a Nando's. Yeah. Definitely sat down and ate a McDonald's by myself. I can tell you that because I worked at McDonald's for three years. So I definitely, but no, like a proper, I'm going to take myself. I've never been to the cinema myself. That is a total and utter fucking lie. Just did a memory. I went and seen the, I went and seen a Star Wars by myself because my girlfriend at the time was pure fuck off with Star Wars and I wanted to go and see it. So I went and seen it myself. Um, but no, to answer your question, for fuck's sake, Paul, I've never been for dinner by myself. Never been to a restaurant by myself. I, I want you to do that. Aye. I want you to treat yourself to a meal by yourself. Nothing mental though. No like fucking Miller and Carter with a suit. Who no? <laughs> I mean, date if you want. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> <laughs> <Day> if you want. <laughs> do you go for like meals by yourself? All the time. I mean, I'm not nowhere fancy, but if it's a pub, I'll go in for pub grub. Like there's a pub around the corner for here. I've had a meal by myself. Nando's, uh, wherever really, I don't really go and look for a specific place, but if I'm hungry, I'll just go to whatever's there. Right. But I mentioned it to my pal the other day and my pal was like, oh, that's quite weird going for food by yourself. And I'm like, no really, mate, if I'm working. And I hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm in a rush. I'm just jumping in to grab something it's not like i'm leaving the house and saying i'm going to go for a meal by myself today i it's i think it is one of the things that people do they're like i don't know if they're afraid of it or what yeah it's good character building Aye, i go to the cinema all the time by myself as well Mm -hmm. see when i go to the cinema with people and i can hear them breathing and all that i'm like mate fuck up go and get a cat scan man your voice your throat's fucked Lip smacking when they're eating their dinner. Oh, we spoke about that. The funny bunch cunts at lip smack. Holy fuck! I used to be playing a band with a guy, so lived in a back of a fucking van for a proportion of life, and mate, he was like a pig at a trough. Like he would eat like so. You get things like chippies. Do you know what I mean? Like, and you'd be sitting in the back of the van, and it'd be pure. And I was like, gonna breathe, gonna be, gonna take a minute. Like, calm down. You know, go starve to death if you don't inhale that fucking saucy supper yeah but i it was like he'd get really upset when you'd be like ah, listen mate you're picking me off my food gonna like chill out and stop shoveling because he'd be he'd eat pure fast as well pure <laughs> and i mate, oh, fucking hell but um you get like the da the da noises like my dad would be like mm. Mm. like shit like that you're like you need to make the noises like what's going on aye it's disgusting mate it's and i i noticed like a lot of people they get upset by it but you're like as we burp uh but uh like one of my brothers uh eats like a slob like really disgusting like almost cartoon like see if you sat beside him and he was eating you would be like he's taking a piss right that's no real uh-huh. and then about an hour later you'd be like that's real holy fuck so that's exactly how i felt about this other guy the guy I was telling you about there i'd be like there is no need for that you must be doing that deliberately it's too much there's like too much going on here too many noises snorts and exhale <laughs> and it's like you you must be like guy well that's uh-huh. it well what i'm just eat, i'm just eating my dinner what well i was just hungry I right, okay, next time I do a shite, I'll do it in the sink in, because I'm just doing the toilet. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Shout for the toilet. <sighs> Aye. I've told my brother, my, I've had people in my family tell my brother to leave the room, like, see if you're going to eat like that, <clears throat> mate, sit in the living room. And he's got up and sat in the living room. I see. Aye. I remember one time he was eating cherries and I was like, ah, you enjoying the cherries? And he's like, ah, aye. And I don't know, it fucking sounds like it. <laughs> so... <laughs> think i'll ever meet any of your brothers nah you'll, you'll meet one of them the other two i've shunned them like jehovah's witness mate completely shunned them you know certain religions <laughs> scientology whatever, like, i have scientology to them you'll meet my brother that's closest to me that's actually a good person and the other two are fucking lepers mate so are you the youngest yeah right so you were the baby unless i'm actually giving you money in a brown envelope to do them in uh i'll never beat them Aye. we could do that have you ever seen that movie the danny devito movie throw my mouth a train yes we could do that <laughs> i Aye. could get you to kill a podcaster that that owes me money hi and then i'll kill your two brothers yes that sounds good i mean the one that <laughs> lip smacks when he eats will probably choke on a fucking grape or something so got to be done but you're like no it doesn't mate just eat, don't eat like a fucking pig what's the gaps between you and your brothers <clears throat> i'm 35 i think my oldest one is 51 whoa right so fuck 51 50 and then my brother martin is fair uh my brother martin is 44 right so you came a long time yes like after they had the three kids yeah so my mum was like 37 or something right. she had me. aye man mate that's the same as me i had old parents yeah don't know about you but 
I was real. I was really embarrassed by it when I was in primary school. Not so much as I got older. Do you know what I mean? Because my mom and dad wouldn't be coming to get me at the gates of the school. But <sighs> I get really, I get embarrassed by it. There was one time my mom told me a story years later, years fucking later, and I felt so guilty, mate. Where she dropped me off at primary school, and one of the wee lassies that was coming in at the same time, like the gate was pure. Is that your mummy? And I went, no, that's my gran. Oh wow! And she said it broke her fucking heart. Oh. That's a shame. I was a wee boy, but... You know what age I mean? were you? Oh, mate, like six. Aye. But I was really embarrassed by having old parents. I, I don't think anybody, unless they were staying with their granny and their granda, had, like, parents as old as me. They were all pure young parents, do you know what, what I mean? What age is your mum now? She was born... In, right, so she's just turned... She's, like, 73. Yeah. And I'm 40. So mm. she was 33 when I was born. Aye. And she was more akin. So, I she was closer to people's grandparents when I was growing up. Like, she was best mates with a guy that went to my primary school's grand granddad. Mm -hmm. And my mum and I, all my mum and dad's mates, kids were all like adults when I was like 10. So, I, I always found that quite embarrassing and kind of like, didn't he? Aye, it's weird. I know what you mean, mate. Because my best mate's mum is younger than my brother. What? Aye. So your best mate's mum's younger than your oldest brother? Yeah. Fucking hell, man. Wow. Aye. But, like, my mum is, like... Fucking Catholics, mate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> my mum is very uh, young for her age, though. Right. Like, she's very funny, doesn't take life very seriously, so you don't think of her as old. As old. But my brothers are old. Like, they're old, the two oldest ones. They look right. old, they act old, you know. What were they like when you were growing up? What, bastards? <sighs> Bullies? Aye. Aye. Know what to turn this into a therapy session? Well, actions have consequences, and they're living their consequences. Right. My sister, aye, mate, absolutely. My sister's four years older than me. She bullied the life out of me, mate. Aye. She knows it, but it's all right. Like, it's not like she would hear this and be like, "Well, oh, she thought she knew it, mate. She knew it." But maybe I could, I'm not going to name them who and stuff. One was a bully when I was younger, and then the other one was just a selfish bastard, mate. Like definition of a selfish cunt. Like, see, like if you had a bottle of aftershave and there was one skush left, you'd take a skush. Uh. If everything would be about him, it would never be about you. Right. So, like, you know, doesn't he have a washing machine? Doesn't he have a cooker? So he comes up to my mad's house for his washing and his dinner all the time. Right. But that's the only reason he's there, is to get his washing and his dinner. Right. So Doesn't he go and see your mom for the sake of seeing his mom and checking and making sure everybody's all right? Aye. He's there because he's not got a cooker. Aye, he's got a purpose. Aye. So right. it's like that type of selfishness. Aye. So, oh well. you're, you're just like, there we go. Father time, we'll catch up with them soon, though, and the two of them will be dead, so happy days. Hey, we, ah! That was a joke, by the way. It wasn't really, but... Uh, <laughs> well, we're all going to die, mate. We're all, on, we're all on the journey to the the final destination, aren't we? Yes, I just hope that theirs is quicker. <laughs> you mean you just hope that you get to see them die? Is that right? I basically, I. Right. Okay. How... You think you would take some sort of morbid? Do you think they listen to this podcast for one? Because if they do, we might need to cut all this stuff. <laughs> um, well, one of them, I wouldn't even be surprised if he knows that I've got a podcast. The guy, the guy that's not got a cooker or a washing machine. Right. Okay. He he wouldn't even know I've got a podcast. He's that selfish, mate. Well, I just didn't give a fuck. Aye. If you get the call, and let's just call one of your brothers, Catholics, Michael, right? Michael's, he's about to go, and you get the opportunity to go up to the Queen Elizabeth and see his last breath. Would you take it? Do you, you know what I'd do? Uh -huh. I, I'd go and have, I would have a pint of Guinness. Will you? How come? And then we could review it. <laughs> For the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I'd break my sobriety and have a couple of pints and then just go Ce back to my normal celebrate. life. Celebrate. Wow. Well, mate, listen, you're not alone in that regard. 
I'd be like, aye, all right, I'm coming up to the hospital, but I'm walking it. So I'm bringing my camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not alone there, mate. You're not alone there. I know <clears throat> I've got best mates. I've got close mates. Aye, that don't talk to me. And I think it's brothers, mate. I don't, I was just thinking there, like, I don't have anybody that's a brother that doesn't speak to a sister or a sister that doesn't speak to a brother. It's always brother on brother. Yeah. And there's some, I like, resentment builds. And then, I. Yeah. They just don't talk to each other anymore. Re resentment with families, mate, is very strange because when I was going through sobriety, you try to take every avenue. You're saying, look, like, this is my problem. This is the problem. Let's try and fix it. But from childhood to teenage life to early 20s, then early 30s, and then you get to a point, you're just like that. They're never going to fucking change. Um, no matter what you say, no matter what you do, they're never going to change. Nothing's ever going to happen. I mean, I even remember saying that about the washing machine and the cooker. I was like, ah, a, a global, pa I said a pandemic wouldn't even stop that cunt coming up for his dinner. And a, then a pandemic happened, I swear to God. No, in fact, I never said a pandemic. I say it's a zombie apocalypse. Right. A, a zombie apocalypse wouldn't even stop that cunt. And he, he wouldn't. Did COVID not stop him getting up for his dinner? Stopped him for his dinner, didn't he? Stop him for his washing, but... <laughs> you kidding? Aye. And then you'd be sitting in the house and he'd walk in and you'd be like, all right, mate, and he'd just be away with, it, away with the fairies, mate. Just so selfish. Like, wouldn't he walk past me, walk past my dad and wouldn't even say hello and stuff? You're like, you're a fucking weirdo, mate. Aye. Well, but I tell you what, it's one of the, for anybody that's listening to a podcast, because they people make you sick, they cunts can make you ill, mate, mm -hmm. like being around people like that can ah, make you aye. unwell, so one of the biggest reliefs in my life is just saying, you two cunts are finished with me, in fact, I never even said it to one of them, I just left, and I've not spoke to him in seven months, and then the, the oldest one, he knows he fucked it. That new? Like that recent that you fucking decided to patch them? Aye. Oh, mate. I, sorry about that, man. That's fucked up. So uh, I moved... It's not easy doing that, man. It was hard, mate. I had to <clears> move back in with my family during COVID and he would come up for his dinner every single night, but I would time it to no be there or anytime he would walk in the house, I would walk away and it was so deliberate on own purpose. And then when my ma said... You know, your brother's coming up for his dinner and he's washing the night. I said, don't tell him to come up the night because I'm leaving to go to a flat. And I left and I've not seen him since. Right. No seen him, no heard from him, but I'm all right with that. Bobby from Scottish Squad, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. No, but see that, that, that is the, I think, some of the hardest shit that you need to do. So like, yeah. create healthy boundaries healthy personal boundaries towards people who are family you know what i mean like yeah. or people who have hurt you and even like you were saying earlier you're a chronic people pleaser that keeps people in these toxic relationships that impact not only their mental health but their physical health do you know what i mean and exactly and it was one of the reasons i think being around them especially the one that was always up for his dinner it was one of the reasons why my hair fell out. It was as right. soon as he walked into the house, mate, I felt like I had an, an, a genuine allergic reaction. Like I could be mid-conversation with my man, and my dad, having a great laugh. See, as soon as I heard that door handle turn, my soul would leave my body. And you tell that to your man, your dad, and they kind of agree, but they're like, It's their boy, mate. It's their boy. Nah, what are you going to do? And I was like, right, okay. But I can do something about it. I'm going to go and live in the fucking forest for the rest of my life. <laughs> so there we go. And Are see that amount... Sorry, mate. Sorry, you go. No, you go. The amount of people that have that with their families is so common oh, and it's so sad. That's exactly what I'm saying. I think that's why it's so hard because you don't see many people that can actually do what you're doing. And I know that this might, if people are listening to this, and like this might sound funny, but I genuinely admire the courage it takes to like not speak to a family member because you get judged by the other people in your family and then they want to know what's why. And sometimes you can't even really tell them why. I mean, you, you're getting sort of clear explanations. He's selfish. and But sometimes you can't, you're just like, I just don't feel good when I'm running them. Mm -hmm. I just don't feel safe when they're there. Um, and that needs, that needs to be enough. So I genuinely respect that you've done that, mate. 
and uh, thank you very much that means a lot and i've shared that with a couple of friends and some friends will be like wow darn you seem so harsh and so on it we making decisions and i'm like no no i'm 35 years old that has took until i was 34 i lived 34 of my 34 years of my life in misery because of the cunts mm -hmm. and it's took to that age for me to nearly have a full mental breakdown to say i'm fucking done with you Aye. so it's no like strength it's just the final decision like i'm done uh if it's a hard decision so it yeah. is it, is, it takes I, I hear what you're saying it's like see once you've drew that line you're like i know that i've done that and i've made that decision it feels like nothing it mm. took nothing like you said man 35 years building up to something and then yeah I and plus they stop talking to you as well when you start calling out their shit the one that says he never had a cooker or a washing machine is minted he's always driving about with fucking new cars and wearing the best of clays and stuff and he, he pulled out a bracelet once and he's like ah three hundred quid because he kind of talks like that three hundred quid i'm like ah three hundred quid aye he's like ah belt on that <laughs> i'm like ah eh not really mate i don't really see cunts wearing jewelry or rings it's not really a common thing anymore he's like i i sorry young team i'm like 300 quid he's like i and i was like so how come you can buy a bango for 300 quid but you can't buy a washing machine a bango and he never spoke to us for <laughs> about beautiful. a year i bet you that cut him deep when you went a bango aye <laughs> it's like my dad would say that yeah a bango like, one time he pulled he, he, i don't know why he brought a garlic crusher to my man's housemate right but he pulled out a garlic crusher and he was like ah seven quid like randomly he doesn't even talk to you and all of a sudden he's like that in the background seven quid and i'm like seven quid for what mate he's like ah belter in it <laughs> <laughs> garlic crusher i'm like ah, a garlic crusher and he's like ah, aye i was like ah, mate do you no need to have a cooker to do that and he's like no you but you build up and you buy things and then you get what you need i'm like but you've lived in a house for 10 years with no cooker and no washing machine, mate. Do you know think it's time that you buy a cooker and then you buy everything that you need for a cooker? And he just walked away. So there we go. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Fuck's sake. So, family, uh, let's move on for the yeah, cunts yeah. anyway, because I'm going to relapse. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell, mate have we got much time left 10 minutes mate 10 minutes can i share a very scary story with you absolutely so before i came in here today um after i gave that guy directions i looked up and somebody was like literally like that <laughs> timmy male or female male right and then i realized i was looking in the reflection of the window <laughs> <laughs> oh you fucking got me there you think man i was like what the fuck's happened to you notice how i had to look away there no. i was like oh no uh, you fucking dirty bastard like that time i asked you about a dead body and you up here the fingers were blue and all that i'm like oh no i'm doing a stand by me joke <laughs> um. <laughs> 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 oh pure trauma dumping on you you like, no i was expecting you to say no i'm like fucking <laughs> hell aye mate that was fucking funny as fuck when you got me with that like is that no stand by me like <laughs> eh, aye mate aye but fucking hell man you ever had anything anybody they anything scary in like glasgow city center where you're like pure oof. like you've witnessed something uh -huh. or take you and you're like what the fuck happened there I've had a couple of people lock eyes with me, like growlers, right. and I'm like, he's unhinged. Uh, I've had things like that, but off the top of my head, I can't really scary things. I can't think. Um, I've seen somebody have a heart attack before. Really? In Marks and Spencer's when I was a wee boy with my mama, like dropped down in front of his dead. It was fucking Oof. mental, man. Uh, wow. But actual scary, like I've had, I remember one time I was walking home for the shops once and there was a guy, I feel like a guy was trying to suss us out, right. like to mug me. And that was a bit freaky. Foliage? Is that, that one? 
no, no, that was another guy, mate. Actually, it was, sorry for using this term, but it was a junkie. He was right. on a bike and I just noticed, I was like, ah, that cunt's fucking following me. And I literally just stopped in the middle of the street and he turned around and looked at us. I just kept looking at him and he eventually just went. I, just I wasn't really scared. I was just freaked out. Uh-huh. Because I'm like, bags of messages and all that. Like, I'm, I'm going to start boxing with a cunt. I don't even know. No. What about you? Um, what was I thinking about that? I had a guy with Tourette's come up to me one time in George Square. I was sitting smoking a joint. I was at uni. <laughs> and I used to roll a joint in uni. Uh, the, what year was it in uni? Maybe third year in uni. I was playing in the band a lot, so I didn't go a lot to uni. So when I would turn up, they'd talk to me. I didn't really know anybody. The people from second to third year kind of like fell away. Went on to different things. I did architecture, so a lot of people, they would realise maybe like two years in, like, fuck, this is too hard. They would go and do like interior design. Like they would pivot to another like course. So I like lo lost my friends group in between second and third year at uni and, and like I said, I wouldn't go a lot about in tour, so I would go the minimum. People wouldn't really talk to me. Um so they didn't know me for fuck's sake. Um and so I would there was a period of time, this was only like a couple of months, couple of weeks, whatever, where I would just go and get a Greg's, roll a joint, go and get a Greg's and just sit in George Square, smoke my joint, just watch the pigeons and watch people going by and then just go back up to uni, do my afternoon and then get to fuck. But this guy came up to me and he was like he looked pure normal. He went, excuse me, mate, if you get a fag, fag! And I was a pure, eh, I didn't really even think about that guy's got Tourette's. See, in the moment, I didn't think that guy's got Tourette's. And this is like, third year of uni, I would have been uh, 2003, 2004. So it's like, I don't, I don't even know if I fucking knew what it was, do you know what I mean? And then he, I was like, no, sorry, mate, it's a joint. And he was pure, oh, that's all right, mate, that's all right, that's all right! And I was pure, oh, that's all right, you all right, mate? And he just went, I'm fine. And then he walked away from me and I like looked down and I was thinking, what the fuck was going on there, man? That guy was a fucking serial killer or something. I looked up and he was storming his arms out in the middle of George Square going, where are they? Where the fuck are they? <laughs> <laughs> and every cunt was just pure, he didn't, just walking by the guy pure, oh my fucking God. So I had that, I had that happen to me. Wow. Well being half-baked is a bit mental. I, I, no, even half-baked, mate. I think the weed had just fucking hit me. I was just sitting there like that. Glazed air pure. What? Think <laughs> <laughs> you're watching a film? Aye, aye. But Tourette, Tourette's is a fucked up thing, man. Aye. Like, that's, I think that's the only person that I've knownly seen I thought that's Tourette's syndrome. Yeah. Aye, mate, pure. It's all right, it's all right, it's all right. Look, pure. I helped a guy with Tourette's once um, in Safeway when I was a trolley boy. Uh, he was asking where the chemist was. Poor guy, man. Couldn't even really. I, I sussed out what he was trying to say. I, I was like, poor guy. But. And Safeway? Safeway, mate. I was about 17, £3.45 pence an hour wage, slave labour. Aye, mate. I started much. Was that your. Is that somebody coming in there? Who was it? The doors peaked open a wee bit. I should have guessed. I don't even know. I'm due here for another half hour. Mm -hmm. um, might have been the wind. Might be around. Um, what was I going to say? Tourette's guy, Safeway, £3.45. Is that your first job? Yes. Trolley Boy and Safeway, did you, was it the Trolley Boy at Asda, was that like a promotion? So, uh, trying to make it comical because it's pretty horrific. <laughs> uh, <laughs> left school, worked in Safeway for a couple of years, had some bad experience with mental health and addiction and I quit right and I was unemployed for a wee while and then when I felt better I got a job in Asda <laughs> so I <laughs> more money more money I but I was I used to I love Safeway man you could find I remember I think I've said this on the podcast finding like food in the trolleys I used no. to eat it at the back did you aye what do you mean like somebody left a, a like a full sandwich like packed Yep. I know opened her in law. Anything that I found I ate. Like some I think I've said this in a podcast once. I found a multi-pack of fucking uh Mars bars and I ate them in a cleaner's cupboard. And then 
one time I found a prawn sandwich in a trolley in Safeway mm-hmm. and I ate it at the back of the car park like I was a fucking ogre. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I might do it in the back of the car park. Um, aye, man. So my first my first job was McDonald's, mate, and it was like one ninety an hour. That's disgusting, but, but I was so happy with it. Wow. Because you get like 90 quid a fortnight and it was like... Aye, that is people for the... When are they in? I'll be two minutes. They're supposed to be in in um, four o'clock, but um, here we go. Anyway, they can wait. Because um, I need to set up as well and I need to come in. People are getting the fucking behind the scenes here, aren't they, with us? Um, yes. We'll wrap up with us, right? When I was a wee guy, I had a horrible habit at eating stuff that I fun. <laughs> but not only that, like, oh, this is disgusting, man. And honestly, Sharn will be like, why the fuck did you tell that in a podcast? But here we go. I would pick up, I'd pick chewing gum. And so the reason that this came up was because I let the elf. And I was like, I used to do that. When I was a wee guy, like proper wee guy. I'm talking about like three. I used to find chewing gum and I'd pick it up half a grun and let chew it. Oh my god. Oh mate. How fucking rank is that? That's like, pretty rank. Disgusting me bastard. I used to like eat dirt as well. Like say like turf. I'd go like digging for worms and stuff and I'd eat the dirt from underneath my fingernails. And I think I actually got addicted to like the grainy feeling on my teeth. Getting that like a tickly feeling on my gums. I'm sure that's a probably a condition, mate. I think so, mate. <laughs> fucking rotten but then one time when i was a wee guy i looked i was in my granny's close and it was like what would i say how would i say it it looked like butter on the grun and i went and i got a spoon so i'm at this point man my granny died when (laughs) i was looked like butter (laughs) it looked like butter and i went and i got a spoon and I sat and I scraped it up after the boat with the close and I ate it with a spoon and it turned out to be like animal fat. Oh my god. That had like dripped out of a fucking bag or something. That's the only thing I can think of, but it was like lard. And I I was I went into my granny's with my mouth hanging open and I like dripping out my mouth going pure. Aah! And I had to tell them that I'd ate. Because I needed to know what it was. I was like, aye. So I'd like, I used to eat shit off the ground, man. So wow. you think you're bad? Aye. <laughs> but I was a wee boy. I was a, I was a kid. I was a toddler. Like. And my head, I'm thinking, uh, that's a really, I can't believe it's not butter advert. Like, aye, but it's like been scraped up off the ground <laughs> by a spoon and it's like animal fat that's dripped out of like my, i remember like saying to somebody like what, what was it that i ate and my dad was like back in the day people used to empty their chip pan into a milk carton and then take it and put it in the bin and i was like right and he's like so it's just been that drip that's been lard and it's dripped out it's been hot or whatever and it's like cooled on the fucking close flare and then you've went and got a spoon and fucking scraped it up it. and stuck it in my mouth. My ma still does that, by the way, what? with the, the milk jug. She got a chip pan? Aye. For fuck's sake. Yep. Wow. It's dangerous. And she also, when she smokes the fags in the garden, she has a milk bottle full with water and she puts the doubts in it. Brilliant. So there we go. Eh? Amazing. Do you want to wrap up with that? Aye, let's wrap up, mate. We've, how mm. long have we done? We've done an hour spot on and these fucking pricks have turned up half an hour early, so... Who, who is it? You know. All right, okay. But you think they would know open the door and fucking talk shit when we're recording? No, shouting out there. Before I go, I just want to say thank you to Michael Burns for sponsoring the podcast, Lamb Solutions Limited. I also feel like I need to clear something up. That chat about my uh, my family there was a bit intense. I just want to say I hope that wasn't too mental. I'm not asking you to edit it out because okay. the truth fucking hurts. Aye. But I just feel like I need to, to say that uh that was mental aye but but you're but it's no mental mate honestly aye, okay i don't think so we okay fuck's sake thank you thank you very much um well there we go i will be back in the studio in a wee while to record some stuff for the patron and this will maybe be up whenever right i'll get this up thursday for the patron friday for the normal fucking scumbags right thank you very much paul episode 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 58 see you next week i was that x x exhibit x doom 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 x
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Acast and befaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidt af alle de der podcasts og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmarked.